When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, welcome to your Unit 2 test review. Uh, the test review can be found on eClass. Uh, it's in the activity feed. It's also in uh, the Unit 2 content folder, which is really lacking since I looked at it. Um, anyways, let's get uh, rolling with this test. So first off, the test is short, 20 questions. Remember, this whole unit, Unit 2, is very, very small. Um, and it's a very small percentage of the uh, AP test. It's only like 10 to 12%, so it's the smallest uh, of the, the material that we'll cover. Uh, not to, to take anything away from it, it's just not something that's uh, highly covered uh, on the test. Now, what will be covered on the test um, from this is really looking at the data and the charts and things like that. So be sure you're just able to, to do that, uh, as you will be asked to do that um, on this test, plus, uh, plus on the AP test. Uh, as far as the material goes, uh, the content, you know, there'll be a few questions, but there's not going to be a great deal of questions uh, on these things. All right, so let's get moving uh, in the essence of time. So the first thing uh, to know on this test is there's a lot of stimulus-based questions. So that means there's going to be a lot of charts, a lot of graphs to look at, uh, a lot of like quotes to an look at and analyze and things like that. So I'm going to try and give everybody their own copy of the test so that you can uh, write on it, mark on it, and, and do things that you want to do with the test um, once you get it. Uh, but just keep that in mind. All right, so the first thing on your test, or excuse me, on your review is political socialization. And I think that's pretty simple for everybody. Uh, you, you worked on that for a whole week uh, as far as your poster goes. And remember, that's just the, the where you... Uh, are going to to get your political values from you know and, and most of the time it's the political values being passed on from you know uh, your parents and they got theirs from their parents and you know we could go all the way back uh, but it's just the, the the passing on of the political values political beliefs whatever you want to call it okay uh, next up on your uh, study guide is polling and you got a couple different things there you got tracking and exit polls as the two types, and then you've got uh, sample error, random, dig random digit dialing. Sorry, I couldn't talk there. Uh, so let's let's first off uh, talk about the two types of polls. You got tracking, and you've got uh, exit. All right. So first off, a tracking poll. Remember, these are the polls that are going to be run almost constantly. They're 24 hours. A I shouldn't say 24 hours a day, but they're being ran every day. And they're used by both candidates and politicians uh, alike. So people that are running for office and then people that are in office. Um, and it's while they're in office or while they're running for re-election and things like that. But uh, these things are going to be used to, to really give the, the idea uh, of what you know, what are my constituents? What are the people that are going to vote for me? What are they concerned about? What are the issues on a day-by-day -day basis that, that um, the voters are worried about? So as a politician, you're in office, you know, you want to know and have this idea um, when an issue comes to you, like, okay, hey, I have this bill in front of me, and it deals with this, this, and this. Uh, I need to know how my constituents feel about it, okay? Uh, and so you want, want that. 
in your back pocket so you know, uh, well, all my constituents are saying they don't like this bill. Uh, I better not vote for her. They're going to be mad at me. All right. Uh, as someone who's running for office, you know, you want to know that have that information as well. You, if you're a challenger, you might not have the bill to vote for, but you want to know, hey, there's a bill out there and the constituents don't like it. I need to talk this way about it. So this kind of guides your campaign a little bit uh, about, you know, what you're going to to be uh, be doing as a candidate. It also tells you where you're slacking or lacking and where you need to, to spend money and time and effort and that sort of stuff. So, uh, you know, a lot of stuff can go into the or be used through the tracking poll uh, for for candidates and for politicians, people that are in Congress, people that are uh, in, you know, we, got, we have a, a governor race here in Georgia uh, in November. You know, they're, they're running tracking polls constantly so they know what they need to talk about, where they need to be, and all that kind of stuff. Now, on the test, uh, there's not a simple tracking poll question. It is a tracking poll from the Clinton-Trump uh, election that you'll have to look at and decide what was going on in there. All right. Now, the other type of poll that's on your study guide is the exit poll. And just remember the exit poll, that is something to really not be trusted if you see results from an exit poll claiming this is it. This is the way it's going to be. Uh, it can give an idea, but, you know, they're asked, they, it, when I say they, it's either uh, campaign workers. So I'm working for whatever campaign and we want to have an idea of, of what's going on on the day of the election. Uh, we'll hang out at the you know, the voting booths, or I guess not the booths, but outside of those places, the, the polling stations, and uh, we'll ask people as they leave, hey, how'd you vote? And just remember, people do lie. They lie a lot, actually, when they leave those things, and so uh, they're not, I mean, you can get something from them, but they're not totally to be trusted, okay? Uh, all right, the next thing uh, is sample error, and uh, you might see it as the margin of error or, or whatever it might be. And just remember, uh, it's one of the, for me, it's probably one of the most important components of a, of a poll. Um, and, and really, it's the thing that we'll know the, the quickest when we look at a poll. We're not always going to know, okay, they were totally random. Uh, okay, this was uh, one-sided or not one-sided or, or whatever it might be. Uh, we'll see that margin of error really quickly. And so we want to, you know, to take a look at it. And remember, if it's under three, we usually feel pretty good uh, about that margin of error. If it's getting too much higher, uh, we kind of tend to get concerned a little bit about, uh, the, uh, about the, the poll. And just remember, it's, hey, this number that I'm showing you on this poll, uh, it's a, a 48, but it's plus or minus five. So that means that 48 could actually be 53 or it could be 43. Just depends on, you know, what we did wrong and all that kind of stuff. So just keep in mind, you, you want to be careful with the, the, uh, the sampling errors, okay, the margin of error uh, in the polls. And you want it to be as low as possible if you're looking at a poll and going to try and value it. Alrighty. Uh, the next thing there is the random digit dialing. And uh, I probably need to take the digit dialing off. Just, you want random. Okay. Um, <clears throat> we we want to have, uh, we, 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 like I said in class, I can, I can start to do a poll and I can get the results that I want. You know, if I'm trying to get a right leaning poll, I can go and talk to people that I'm pretty sure are conservative, and I can get an, a poll that's going to say, hey, this is 
how the, the public opinion of the America is. Or if I want a left-leaning poll, I know I can go to somewhere and I can find uh, you know, left-leaning individuals and I can get my responses to, to say you know, what I want it to say uh, and it'd be a left-leaning poll. You know what I mean? So uh, the, the main thing is we want it to be random. We want to get a, a good chunk of the population. It doesn't have to be equal and balanced. You know, it doesn't have to be 50-50 Republican, 50-50 Democrat. Uh, you can be off a little bit uh, on both sides. That's okay. But uh, we do need it to be somewhat random. You know, if you're looking at a poll from, from CNN, guess what? That's probably going to be biased, right? Because if it's only on CNN, then it's probably just people from the left going, I shouldn't say just, but probably mostly people from the left going to that side. If you see a, a poll from Fox News, guess what? It's probably going to be right-leaning and biased that way. So, uh, you know, we, we don't have to be equal 50-50, but we do have to have some randomness to the, the, the whole poll thing. Alrighty, um, so a couple other things about a poll. Um, just you know, remember, uh, probably the the most important thing to to say if this is valid or not is that sample. I mean, uh, the the sample error, the margin of error. Uh, we want to know that. We want it to be random, but it doesn't have to be fifty fifty random. But we do want it to be, um, you know, uh, a random sampling of people. We don't want to be biased uh, in that. Okay. Uh, all right. Liberals versus conservatives. So you spent some time on this. We talked about it uh, on one day where we went through some slides and um, we, we said just this is a big giant overview of the liberal versus the conservative. Um, and then you did some hashtag work where you had some policies on both the social side and the economic side and you were you know, answering questions. I'm not answering questions, but you were you know, creating hashtags based on what you thought uh, the liberal versus the conservative would say, all right? And just uh, a couple things, you know, uh, about that. Um, a liberal social policy is going to feel the government is pretty responsible for making everything, making sure everything's equal, okay? Uh, they're, they're making, they're, they're looking to, to assist individuals, whether it be you know, uh, with uh, programs, funding, whatever it might be, uh, they want to, to help the individual, okay? The conservative side is going to be more that the, the people, you know, they're the, the pull yourself up by the bootstraps kind of story type. Hey, you shouldn't be dependent upon the, the government for help and aid. You should take care of yourself and, and uh, that sort of stuff. So, um, on the social side, it's really the, the individual versus, or taking care of the individual versus the individual working and, and getting things done. Um, on the economic side, remember the liberal policy would be to, to um, less, or excuse me, more government regulation. I apologize. Uh, I was drawing a blank there. So more government regulation uh, on businesses. Uh, let's protect the individuals uh, by you know, making sure the businesses are doing what they're supposed to, them paying a fair wage, giving you know, fair hours, keeping the situate the uh, work area safe and all that sort of stuff versus conservatives who's, who really are going to want to limit the government regulation in the business place. They want to let the businesses run and operate and let the market do what the market's going to do. 
Alrighty. Um, another thing uh, about the social side is going to be privacy. Uh, the right to privacy is something that's big for uh, Democrats and, and, and whatnot. And, and that's, you know, part of the, the upsetness, I don't think it's a word, but uh, the, I, shouldn't, that, I shouldn't say it that way. One of the things, privacy is important to the, the liberal, the left, okay? And you know, Roe versus Wade, the whole thing, or not the whole thing, but part of the thing was based on the right to privacy uh, and the fact that we have that. Uh, not just you know, women and, and, and that, but just everybody uh, from you know, what's going on uh, in your private life, uh, in your bedroom, in your home, uh, work, whatever it might be. Uh, is that it's something that's valued by the left, and so <clears throat> that that was part of the, the concerning part. Obviously, taking away the choice is another part for the left, uh, but that's one of the one of the big things as well. All right, uh, let's see. Keynes versus supply side. So Keynes is going to be the the more left, uh, and he is an economist, and he's going to argue, hey, the um, government should be spending a lot when it comes to uh, problems. Uh, and when the when the economy is struggling, the government really needs to interject itself and spin, spin, spin. Whether it's through programs, through whatever you want to consider, uh, they should be spending. Supply side is the conservative side, and that's going to be where um, <clears throat> the it's the it's pro business basically. Okay, let's give tax breaks. Let's give uh, you know, let's ease regulations. Let's ease the tax burden of corporations and businesses and uh, even individuals to an extent, and that's going to make the economy go. All right. Uh, moderates, remember, they're in the middle. Uh, I'd, I'd say that probably most Americans are going to say they recognize themselves as moderates. All right. Uh, a good majority. Not everybody, obviously. Um, and, and when we say moderates, okay, uh, you're, you can be a Democratic moderate and you can be a Republican moderate. So, Hey, I'm Republican, but I lean to the middle. I'm Democrat, but I lean towards the middle. That, that's that's all a moderate is. Okay, you got the far right, the far left. Uh, if you're not over there, then you're probably towards the middle. Uh, and and you could be a solid Democrat and you could be a solid Republican, but more toward the middle. All right, and you're just gonna hey, I, I'm a centrist kind of. Uh, if you're in that that area. All right, the core values of the U.S. So we did this on the very first day. So uh, I messed up and left liberty on there. It should be individualism. So just make note of that, and I'll tell you in class as well. Uh, but the rule of law, remember, that's something that's very important to us. We want everybody to be treated fairly and equally according to the law. So from you know, in our government, we want uh, from the president down, uh, everybody should be equally uh, held to the, the letter of the law. And then we also can get into demographics, whether it's by race, sex, religion, uh, age, uh, whatever you want to talk about. The law should be applied equally to everybody. Uh, individualism, uh, that's kind of a, it's, it's a core value of the United States altogether, but it's also kind of a conservative cornerstone as well. Uh, and that goes back to what we were talking about, where uh, people should you know, kind of pull themselves up and, and take care of themselves versus relying on the, the government. And then uh, the equality of opportunity, uh, that's a big thing for the, uh, the liberal side is everybody having that fair share and being um, <clears throat> uh, having the, the equal, uh, equal, equal chance, the equal opportunity. Now, don't get it confused with the equality of outcome. Remember, everybody can have this, the same opportunity, but what you do or how the outcome, what the outcome is going to be, uh, is going to be a little bit different for every single person that's out there. Alrighty. And then the last thing there, the voting behaviors, uh, national versus local elections, turnout by demographics. Um, we 
didn't cover that too much. Uh, so I, I think it's off the test. Uh, if it's not, I'll check again before I give the test. But uh, I took that off and I forgot to take it off of the. Uh, basically, what happened? I printed the uh, the uh, the test review before I really checked everything, and I didn't want to go back and, and reprint. So I'm just going to tell you all in class. Uh, to not be worried about it. Okay, so once again, a lot of uh, graphs on this test that you have to read and interpret. Uh, the content that we went over will be on there. So uh, as always, let me know if you have questions or concerns. There's a few things we didn't talk about on here as well. Um, so just uh, be ready. And, and mainly that stuff is from the graphs. Uh, so it's just uh, some of the information you'll have to be able to, to figure out there. All right, guys, best of luck on the test. As always, let me know if I can help you. Hit me up on Remind, or excuse me, I keep on saying that, the Talking Points text. If you have questions, you can ask me there. You can email me. You can uh, connect with me on social media, chhsgov uh, underscore civics uh, on Twitter and Instagram. Or uh, if you want to, uh, you know, you can... Uh, K. Daniels, AP Gov on Twitter as well. All right, guys, uh, take care. Have a great day when, or whenever you listen to this, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.